third book is Slubbert, Man on a Mission, which is a biography of Frederick van Sell Slubbert, written by um, Albert Grundling. Now, I was very fortunate. I knew Frederick van Sell Slubbert not well, but I was there in 1974 when he was elected as a member of parliament for Rondebosch. We stood on that night outside the town hall waiting for the results to come through and the door opened and there he was standing um, next to Annette Reinecke who had been chosen as the member of the provincial council for Rondebosch. Um, I saw him a number of times after that and it was always very convivial and I I really liked the man enormously. He was a definitely a man um, on a mission. He was a he was a great um, academic. He was a, a perfect uh, opposition politician, and then of course um, eventually the leader of the of the opposition, and and a great facilitator. Um, and really, just all of this happened because he had this incredible um, restless. Um, intellect. He, he wanted to become a Dominion in the Dutch Reformed Church. Um, thank goodness he didn't because he really made it as a politician and of course um, led a delegation of leading Afrikaners to Dakar in 1987 to meet the ANC which many saw as a, as a, a breakthrough and others felt that he'd been conned. And yet there's no doubt about this amazing man's honesty, integrity, his wit, his courage, and this book certainly lays out his his whole life from the very beginning, from the time that he was that he was born um, through right through virtually to the end of his career and his his private life. Um, he was he was a, certainly a very very special man. I like the writing of Albert Grundling. He certainly uh, went in with a very sharp um, pencil and he came to thinking and was motivated by this almost unlikely um, politician. I'll never forget when he resigned as leader of the opposition, Helen Sussman was absolutely furious um, with him. But he, as a, as a man, remains an enigma. Um, he didn't... He didn't show himself um, as a person who was warm and friendly. He was always very polite. Um, he had a lovely sense of humor, which, which I enjoyed hugely. And his life was, was at times likened to, to um, John F. Kennedy, the American president. Um, and he had similar qualities of that sort of youthfulness, um, great uh, charm and and appeal to the to the voters. He the Afrikaans press felt that he belonged to the wrong party, and that he was not um, one of us. He belonged to us, but he was able to attract people to himself on a purely human level. And you know the pure boosting of the of the soil from the countryside and has this incredible, incredible um, charisma which he demonstrated so ably during his television um, appearances. I liked the man. I really enjoyed reading this book. It's a book that 
I think I will keep on my bookshelf and perhaps refer back to when I'm um, looking for something to read, some information about the man himself. He was a great, great person. I've been talking about Albert Grundling's Slobbert, A Man on a Mission, which is published by Jonathan Ball. And now my last book for today is written by one of my favorite, favorite authors, um, Louis de Bernier. In spite of his name, he's, he's British. And here I want to talk about The Autumn of the Ace, which has just been published. And it's a part of a trilogy with the first one called The Dust That Falls from Dreams, which was published in 2016. And then So, so Much Life Left Over, published in 2018. I do just want to talk about some of his other books. I don't know if you've, if you've ever read Louis de Bernay, because if you haven't, I would really suggest that you get going and read some of his books. Some of his better-known books, maybe Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which was turned into a very successful film, and one which, in a way, I was involved in called Red Dog, which is about a red cloud kelpie uh, in Western Australia. And I say involved because I spent a lot of time in Western Australia and really got to know the, the state quite well. And, and Red Dog starts up in the north and works his way down to Perth, um, choosing separate, different owners as he as he moved along. Now, to get back to um, the, the Autumn of the Ace, here um, he uses his main character who runs through the three books, Daniel Pitt, and it's it starts at the end of, of the Second World War, and Daniel Pitt is, is one of those people who doesn't really want to leave the war behind. I think we all knew people like that. He was a flying ace, and during the war he lost two toes after being tortured by the Gestapo, um, and of course he almost seems to prefer the physical um, dangers rather than the dysfunctionality of his uh, of his family life. His mother and one of his daughters are dead. His marriage is disintegrated. And his father, two children by his wife's bohemian sister. His son, Bertie, refuses to speak to him. And this really, all these conflicts um, form the mm, sort of central um, dramas of the of of the books beautifully written. I mean, this man really, really um, writes amazingly well. He's um, published some 17 books of, of, of fiction, um, four books of poetry, and he just evokes such amazing pictures in your mind of the time, of the people, and I, I must say, I just enjoy reading his books simply because I like him so much. So I never have a, a problem. But do get this for yourselves. Um, it's by Louis de Bernier. It's called The Autumn of the Ace, and it's published by Harville Secker. Thank you so much for listening. Do visit my website, michaelolifier.co.za. There's lots more book reviews and other stuff there. Goodbye. I'll be back soon.